Oh, what's cracking, lovely people? Welcome to the Big Feed Up HQ podcast, episode 185. I'm your host, Matt Gardner, and I'm a performance nutritionist by trade. I began my career in professional rugby and outdoor adventure and endurance sports. More recently, I've worked in corporate wellness. I'm obsessed with helping people cut through all of the nutritional noise. I also work in digital healthcare as a health coach for pre-diabetics and type 2 diabetics, supporting blood sugar regulation, body composition change and health span. I'm a food fanatic and I love a bit of outdoor fizz. If you like the show, please share it with someone. Ultimately, it's the only way the show will grow. And you can subscribe on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Do me a solid and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the show notes. I've received over 50 uh, reviews, lovely people. So I really appreciate you doing that. If you have listened and you have reviewed mega, if you listen all the time and you haven't, then please crack on there. Leave me some feedback. That would be brilliant. Rate the show as well. So 33 Fuel support the show and produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products. I utilize their greens powder every day. Simply pop a tablespoon in water or mix with a protein shake. Get cracking, slurp it down. Bob's your uncle. I always use their natural energy drink and chia seed energy gels on my bimbles, running outdoors and uh, always during my ultramarathons. So 33 have recently brought out a meal replacement shake full of healthy fats, uh, complete plant proteins, slow releasing carbohydrates loaded with natural powerful antioxidants, anti-inflammatories. It's a no brainer. So you can get 10% off your first order by using MAP10 at checkout. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Will Simpson, founder of Real Meal. So I met Will working in Bracknell last week where I act as a sales manager for a company called Zuki, a totally unrelated role to the podcast, uh, which I really enjoy actually. But um, anyway, Will's uh, fantastic and uh, his story is going to be absolutely awesome. I can't wait for you to hear more about Will, um, his business. So I'm just going to shut up and yeah, enjoy the show. Let's get into it with Will Simpson. Will, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, man. Good to be here. Looking forward to it. Oh, I'm so excited to have a conversation with you, mate. And like I said before we started, selfishly, we spoke for a little bit last week and I heard a snippet of what Real Meal's about, a little bit about your background, especially in uh, kind of adventure, outdoors. So I think to get the listeners up to speed, um, it'll be brilliant to hear hear a bit more about you and, and how you're doing. And um, yeah, I suppose maybe just how did you get into um, all of this adventure, outdoors, endurance, fueling well, um, nourishing, you know, looking after that side of things to help you, I suppose, perform um, are the best you, the best you can really. Um, great stuff. Well, Matt, thanks ever so much for having us. I know we had a brief chat the other day. I was juggling a, a two-year-old child who was on one. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to have a proper conversation about it now. Um, so effectively, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the army and uh, that's really where the idea of, of uh, Real Mill itself has, has come from. Um, but the, the adventure side has, has always been there um, and has only really been um, sort of enhanced and, and, and 
made more apparent by my time in the army. Any time that you know we're doing a, a big exercise, whether that's in Sierra Leone or California or Iraq, um, you come back thinking that's sort of that's me uh, and that's sort of um, the my why, if you like. Um, and being being in the army itself, um, there's been numerous occasions where uh, when I say exercise, that's not. Um, for, the, for the listeners who aren't military aligned, uh, we exercise you're out on the ground doing training, um, whether that be at, you know at home or abroad, um, and you are you're given your your rations um, and a 24-hour o- o- um, operational ration pack uh, RPs, and they are they they're fine they're fit for purpose but um, they're 4,000 calories and. <laughs> Um, to 2,000 of them that are made up through the high sugar, high energy drinks, and myself speaking, like being quite a lot of those straight away. Um, so uh, I, I, I felt as though there was a need for, for something more, uh, something to sustain you. And I've always been, um, I went to Loughborough University, um, I've always been very sort of new. Uh, Nutritionally aligned, always sort of thought about what I put into my body, um, and I, I just realised that I perform better, I think better, um, and from a selfish point of view, uh, I want to be the, the, the best uh, captain in the army I can be, um, and that can really um, only be achieved through through taking care of your, care of yourself. Um, so. That's really where the interest of the, the nutrition side, let's say I'm, I, I studied geography slash rugby at Loughborough, um, <laughs> so nothing really um, uh, nutritionally, uh, no, no sort of background in that, but I had, I had a huge interest in it, and, and maybe we'll come on later to um, the sort of inception point of Real Meal and how it came about, but that was a long journey, that was sort of eight years ago when the first idea came about. Right, so yeah, that portable nutrition side, and like you said, the uh, fit for purpose side of the products and the journey into that definitely we can put a pin in that and, and come back to it but like you said a kind of sporting background obviously you know everyone knows Loughborough that huge mix of um, I suppose sporting excellence but then people going there to get a degree to study to maybe you know was that geographically was that far away from where you grew up was that a new experience for you kind of elite sport and I've seen on your website as well you went on and played championship level rugby as well you know was that a time in your life where you were you were you were kind of knocking on the door well championship level is professional sport isn't it was that something where you you know you had your eggs in that basket or did you I, I know we'll get on to some of the stuff in the military later but at that point in your life eating well fueling was it purely for the sports performance side or have you always thought about eating for cognition the study side having a career you know were you wanting to go into the city like what was the what were the thought processes back then, I suppose, when you were in your early 20s? It was a really good uh, question. When you're asking that question, I was thinking, um, it, Loughborough was a, a funny time. And I remember I was looking around a few universities and uh, it was ex, it was the Exeter, Durham and, and Loughborough were the sort of main ones. Uh, I remember vividly going around with my old man to have a look at Loughborough and the, the head rugby coach saying, if you want to be a big, big fish, in a small pond and go elsewhere and he said go to Durham um so having a dig at Durham which is um you know uh which you, we've come to expect now being enough for us and get that but 
Uh, he was absolutely right. And uh, I started in the, what was the third slash fourth team at Loughborough in my first year. Um, and it was just rubbing shoulders. And I think rubbing shoulders with people who were really, really, as really keen to make the best out of themselves at, at, at rugby. And it was, a, it was a, a pyramid of players. And I was the elite players at 10 at the top. Then there was the 30 performance players. And then under that, there was the, the rest of the club. Uh, so it was 120 in the club. And um, started at you know base level. Um, and then within the second year, I did get an opportunity because of an injury to play for what was Bucks won, so um, their Bucks side. And a sort of just grass opportunity. Um, and it was the, the atmosphere, it was the culture of the club that, that you were rubbing shoulders with, with those type of people that you just wanted to impress. And I am a massive advocate of the idea that you are you you are product of your surroundings. And I think um, that really did. I never envisaged playing you know, professional rugby and getting a contract. Um, then all of a sudden you play one game, you play five, and then all of a sudden you're offered um, a scholarship for your last year and then you go up to the elite squad and then those 10 players are, are actively looked at by, by scouts um, and the opportunity, it, it was one of those, used, it's that momentum and uh, I, 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 thankfully me and, and, and three or four others who were in a similar position just gained that momentum and kept progressing at, maybe at a later stage, you know, players who were playing um, you know, high-level academy sort of uh, A-league stuff, um, and we just we sort of kept pace, and then uh, I wouldn't say overtook them, but just just took our opportunity and um, played a few good games, and you know, in front of the right people, uh, and then and then you know things went from good to great, and I had a um, a conversation with uh, an agent, and he said we'd like like to get in, get in touch and. Um, and that's where it happened. I know it's, it's relatively quite low. It's, it's not sort of, uh, it's not um, the Premiership level, but in terms of where I saw myself, which was down here, and to where um, you know they thought I could go, and and then you just you've grasped that. Um, I always had a problem with putting on size and weight, um, so I'd have a, a an extra meal, maybe two. Uh, at all times, so maybe in the back of my mind, that that, that seed had already been planted. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not the biggest person, especially sort of as a 12 inside centre. So um, maybe that sort of extra nutrition, those extra calories, are, I was always conscious of, and I was always happier and, and played better for being a, a bit heavier and having those those extra, that, that extra energy to burn. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, the opportunity is an interesting one. Listening to what you're saying around taking opportunities, obviously in your in your rugby career, and then um, I assume obviously the hard graft side of things that goes without saying with the military. But if opportunities present themselves, it seems like you're going for them, and then like you said, in the back of your mind, an opportunity with a bit of a gap in the market for something that is uh, nutritious, high calorie, real food based that's going to fuel for performance with with real meal. I can kind of see the you know the road kind of being paved in a way. I know you might be reflecting on it as well in this conversation, but it is interesting, especially the listeners hearing about your journey. Um, you know, is it safe to say as someone who, if there is an opportunity that's been presented, you're going to go for it professionally, um, and then now obviously with this 
fantastic new products and i'm looking forward to to trying them and obviously we'll leave all the information in the show notes for the listeners to get involved when things are you know out there for people to get a real feel of it um you know would you say that's that's safe to say in terms of you're someone that will, will grab these opportunities when you can and you know that's something not just inspiring but i suppose it's a real conversation that's why i love the podcast and a form like this you're reflecting on your life and someone listening to this maybe driving or running or I don't know, sitting after work and just trying to escape a little bit and think actually, oh, it's interesting how that turns out. And he's worn a few hats and now he's, you know, uh, in essence, you know, you're a food producer in a way now, aren't you, with your with your new yeah. business? So it's quite interesting when it's laid out like that, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Um, no, thanks. I think that's a, it's a it's a really sort of good inflection point. I think um, I think the the key thing from 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 me is is. If you feel, um, and I'm not sort of preaching, I'm absolutely not that type of person, but if you, if you, if you feel an urge and something that, that really won't, you can't shake, um, I think you've really just got to delve into it. And I think um, momentum is, is bloody hard uh, to come by. Um, that's not swear word, we can swear on the podcast, but it, it's, it's really, really hard. And uh, some of your listeners may be, you know, out of run, Things might not be going too well in in their personal lives and their professional lives, and but they've all they've all had a, a moment where they just feel that everything comes a bit easier to them, um, things flow easier. There's that sort of frictionless, effortless um, side of things, and um, it's really really hard to come by. So when you when you do have that and it's something that you um, you really believe in, I think. You you just got to go. You've got to be inquisitive about it. You've got to go searching for it uh, and what that is. And and almost life is. This is really preachy. Bloody hell, we're going down this way. But I think life is is one of those things that um, you you have these. That you've got a plan in your head of how things are going to go. You know, this way, that way, that way. Life doesn't really really care for that. So I think if you can. Um, yeah, be inquisitive to things that, that really um, resonate with you um, and then have um, have the sort of freedom and, and the support. For example, my wife is just unbelievable, unbelievably supportive with, for example, real men. I mean, I'm an army officer, in, in, you know, in, in, in the cavalry. And then all of a sudden I say, well, I think we should put a lot of money towards this because this is what I, I really think there's a gap in the market. Uh, I believe in that. Um, and I think it's going to do well. She's like, yeah, we're all in. And and having that support network, but just be be dogged about it. And um, you know, the the book Four Thousand Weeks is if your listeners haven't what listened to or watched or, or read, um, it's a it's a really good podcast. Uh, not podcast, an audio book. That's how I listen to it. Uh, and it's four thousand weeks. You've got four thousand weeks in this life. You may as well just pursue something that um, is is really enticing to you and, and um, that, that you believe in. And I think whatever that is, if that's a you know, cabinet maker, um, if that's a chef or, or that's in the city, then that's that's going to be um, beneficial for you and you're going to do a really good job of that if that resonates with you. Mm. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I haven't actually, I'm not aware of that resource, so I'll definitely stick that in the show notes for people to check out. And um, I think that's a nice that's a nice part to dovetail because obviously you mentioned a bit about real. 
in there. So I think an interesting place to kind of maybe just start scratching on the surface of that is there's levels, isn't there, to portable nutrition. I had a great conversation earlier with a client that I saw this morning and we were talking about, he was actually quizzing me. So I travel a lot more with work now. He knows my situation's changed a bit. And he's like, how do you, you know, how do you keep certain things going when you're on the move? Um, and I've got a bit of a morning routine, things that I take with me, portables, you know, you call them, you can chuck like whatever hashtags and take photos of it all. But people know what it means in terms of portable nutrition. And sometimes people might start to go down the rabbit hole to be like, you know what, I'm going to get more organised. I'm not just going to turn up to somewhere and see what's about, you know, eat a hotel meal or uh, go out to the local Greg's or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And I get it. Sometimes people just need to fill the gap. But then you know if you're doing things consistently and you're wanting to perform well you then start planning ahead looking at menus looking to see if there's supermarkets markets whatever's around and then obviously that final level of taking something that you've pre-packed you've planned on the go hydration liquid nutrition solid nutrition like your like real meal so um yeah how how do, have you found that portable nutrition and obviously we'll get onto meal for that uh, real meal for that side of things and the products but what you know what does portable nutrition really mean to you and how have you developed to the level that you're you know that you're at now with something fantastic that you that you've put together that obviously hasn't happened overnight has it no it hasn't i, I um I, it was it was more of a um i think the availability slash lack of availability um within you know uh, tesco and you know, petrol stations and just being on the move the whole time. I think that's really sort of almost uh, solidified and, and, and buoyed on my idea of, of, of pursuing real meal. Um, we, we, I think life, life is too busy to sort of, um, to, let, uh, to let the lack of options get, get in the way and put that barrier, put a barrier down for that. Um, added on to the fact that if you are taking care of yourself, then you can do more and, and go further and, and, you know, do the stuff that actually interests you. So you're not putting it right, okay, actually we need to eat, we need to sit down, we need to stop. And we could be climbing that hill, we could be going on, we could be doing that, we could be going to see those people, we could be going on that bike run, we could be going for an hour, two hours longer on, on that run. So um, that's what was really, um, that, that was the sort of the, the, the initial idea, I think. Having something that wasn't um, an, an energy bar as such, and, and definitely was not a, a protein bar, um, and it's that sort of the fine balance between the two, and it was it was all whole natural ingredients, um, which which was trying to hit that 60% carbohydrates and then 20 protein, 20 fat in in the right way, but crucially a a really tasty a tasty bar that almost you think is a, is a bit of a treat, but actually if you if you if you have one you nail one down you know you've had it it's not a it's not a dare i say it well they won't care but it's you but you think you know you've had one and that's my drink for the day and that's a that's a that's a meal i feel a bit duped and a bit cheated if i had a, a drink for a meal um this is this is good to go um and it's 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 substantial enough so you you're not craving anything for for but until your next meal and, or until your next real meal. Mate, I find the, um, because I'm a glutton at heart and, you know, look, I haven't done near 
the same amount of outdoor fizz that you have but i do some and i love feasting um so i find that probably the uh i'm quite jealous of the i can imagine early days of real meal combinations of ingredients sourcing it trying everything um we you obviously it's stressful but because you're passionate you you want to make it work it sounds like you obviously take a lot of opportunities and you turn things into you know working really well but what was that early stage like because it's nice to be able to speak to someone behind the brand to hear about the combos the the kitchen conversations i assume you're eating so many different combinations to to get that you know the palate side of the product tasty and delicious you know what was that all around was that you know quite an interesting time putting that together with you as a family just eating eating getting friends getting colleagues people in the military like all sorts so you kind of getting people trying stuff and, and experimenting what was that like it was yeah it was a really it's, it's actually looking back you're saying that that's probably one of the most um one of the most fun times to be honest it, it was uh so i start, started off I, your listeners might know back in the day my fitness pal which was the um it's the i think it's by, bought by under armor now but it's you stick, if you're having an avocado, an egg, piece of toast, and whatever, it'll tell you how many calories and then break down the macronutrients. <coughs> Sorry. And I was doing that in my kitchen, uh, knowing full well I wanted a 600 plus calorie bar with those right, so 60 20 20 split. Um, and I was doing that, trying to do it as, 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 as um, so simply as possible, if you like, with a few ingredients as possible, with about sort of seven or eight ingredients, uh, and trying to put a bar together in some type of format that was edible, uh, and it was absolutely awful. Like it, it was a bar, sure, but it was it was disgraceful. Uh, and I was like, Jess, like this is going to make us. This is it. Um, so yeah, I, I went. I went to. Um, I realised that you got online and and. Just, there's no excuse about it. All the information's out there, and I had um, I went to a few sort of food scientists, food experts uh, who who deal with all everything under the sun, from savoury bars to puddings to you know protein bars and everything in between. Uh, I got in touch with with five or six of them and just talked to them and said, "This is what I want." And, and none of them, everyone was like, "You want 150, 150 gram, 600 calorie bar." No, okay, that's fine. And one of them came back and was like, yeah, that's that sounds brilliant. Um, they wanted to be on board. They even sort of, we nearly, thank God we didn't, but um, from an early stage, sort of wanted to get on board and, and, and have, have a bit of company, which um, which is one of those things, the teething, teething problems of nice things to have, nice sort of, um, conversations to have. But, um, and anyway, gave gave them the idea, uh, gave them what I've been doing, gave them my sort of non-negotiables, like oh, I wanted it to be gluten-free, I wanted it to be vegan, mm. and I wanted buy informed sport, so any protein in there was from a natural source. Um, so they were like, yeah, absolutely, we can do that, and they came up with, anyway, the cacao peanut butter, we had 34 iterations wow. through, so we both, and then me, you can see them, and the blueberry almond this one here, Blueberry almonds. Um, we had about uh, it was a bit more 38, um, 38 iterations with that, to and fro, um, and it was a it was a case of yeah that's a bit brittle because I, I wanted it to, you could break it off, put it back in your pocket, it good to go uh, for the next for the next hour or whatever. Um, 
So I needed a bit, I needed a bit more pliable. We needed it, you know, more. Um, I needed it sweeter because the average consumer, you know, they don't want a, an absolute graft to eat. Yeah. So um, I had, I, it was, it was to and fro, to and fro, and um, they were brilliant. They, they came up with, have you thought about this? Have you thought about like, upping the like, date paste or like, like chopping the almonds up slightly finer so you've got more of a creamy texture? And they're experts, and you just got to trust trust those people. I think that's, a, again, preachy, but surround people that the experts, and um, I'm absolutely not an expert, as I say, I've got no background in sports nutrition, I've got no expert, experts in creating um, food, beverages, whatever, but if, you, if you've got an idea, you can, you can tap into those people who are absolute market experts, and you just, you, you plug into them, take their advice, uh, as long as you've got an idea, um, and, and a sort of, you can navigate them through exactly your non-negotiables, um, and that's how we came up with with the cacao peanut butter and the blueberry almonds, first two bars. Yeah, hundred percent. And like you said, you are obviously going off to these experts for certain aspects of it, but you know what you want. You are around so many soldiers, officers, um, you know, old old pals, rugby players, people working in the city, probably still training. Um, doing all sorts, wanting to upgrade their their snacks, their nutrition, um, and to be fair, with that decent calorie load as well, if someone is caught short and and you know they don't have time for a meal, that can still that can still work. And like you said, from a from a, a chewing something, biting something, flavour, filling someone up, I would agree. You know, liquid nutrition has its place, but I think especially for me being a foodie, I want to hold something, I want to eat something. Um, and I will drink something if I need extra or if I'm in sweating buckets and things. But that solid kind of holding the bar, you know, makes sense. So it's good to unpack that story and see how you've brought the bar, you know, to market. Because, um, you know, that that is the combination of obviously a lot of expertise. But then you tinkering, knowing what you want. And mm. um, I suppose being true to that, if you were a customer, what would you what would you want to use as the bar? Because obviously you're as much of a fan about it i know that's an easy thing to say of course you're going to be a fan about it but once it's out there you're still going to use it day to day your family's going to probably use it as well aren't you so that's something where you have to get it get it right and then put put that practice into all those different flavors and what have you got a favorite or do you obviously you love your whole range probably that's what you have to say but have you got like a clear favorite uh, the, the, the the new one that's coming out the uh, pink himalayan salted caramel is Oof was against sort of caramel but um speaking with my with some food experts they're like you you need that in your range it's different to the cacao it's different to the berry right it's different to the espresso one that's also coming out anyway they, they come back with that we've got the recipe and that is just Ooh. um yeah I, it, it's almost yeah it's almost a, yeah, it's a treat it's like a like you may you may as well have like three, it feels like having just three Snickers, yeah. Wow. It's that sort of uh, gluttonous, but has exactly the same macros um, as, as all the other four, three, sorry, so yeah. That's yeah, exciting. Come out, that'll, that'll be out in the next, um, so that'll be launched in two months' time. Right, and how can people, can people get their hands on the products now, Will? Like what, so, if someone's listening and they're craving this bar and they want to try something or they want to recommend it to someone, um, yeah. like how how can they get a hold of it now, or are there still you know there's still a few uh, a few hoops to jump through for people to be able to purchase this? And I know you're trying to get it right as well, so these things do take time. Yeah, so the um, we've had we've had real success with um, 
said earlier to the military, so um, the special forces and and um, the armed response unit within the police, so SN19, they're using it um, on, a, on a sort of daily basis, which is not not the whole of the SAS, but this was in certain periods of their, their training. Um, and it's it's really good to see that they're uh, repeat orders, and it's it's fantastic from my point of view. There's no civilian really out there that has really tasted it. That said, there is the ability to, um, we've got packs of 10, so five of each. Um, if you go on the website, which, I, which I'm sure you'll, you'll stick up on the, um, the show notes, uh, the website, you can you basically get in touch. It's supposed to be on Amazon. Uh, it's not because of a few teething problems. It's absolutely fine. If you are keen, which a lot of people have done, which is great. I don't know how, I don't know how I've heard of it. But um, they just usually email me and we'll, we'll ship a box of 10 out, five each flavour, um, and we'll have to hear feedback. It's actually really nice, <coughs> really nice having that sort of level of interaction because people have emailed, they, they email me directly and they say, it's not available on Amazon, what the hell? Uh, and I'm like, well, wait, we'll get you a box of 10. Uh, by the way, where do you hear about it? Let us know, you know, how you, where are you going to use it, um, which is really good to hear. So, are they, are they doing the Talisker Whiskey Challenge? Are they got a big ultra marathon coming up? Are they, are they just city workers that, are, as you say, sort of caught short? And there's the whole plethora of people who are, um, who, who have been using it, and it's really good to get that feedback, especially at this early stage, um, because it helps me then, sort of, with future planning as to, sort of where to target, target marketing. Oh, fantastic. And you, did you mention a espresso one as well? So there's actually coffee in one of the bars. Is that yeah, something so you do? Yeah, the double espresso and hazelnut is the, the final flavour, and that will have uh, as much uh, much caffeine as double espresso, but all through uh, ground-up uh, espresso, so coffee beans. So that gives it the crunch as well, along with the protein crispies. Yes. Glass as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to but very forward to, to, to taste that. That's certainly my wife's my color sergeant a lot of other people's favorite flavors uh that one so um yeah see how that goes it could be a goodie God, boom that's definitely the one i'd want to try eventually especially I'm on feet a lot with um work and things and i see that mid-morning could be an absolute winner so um i like putting coffee in things i'm actually later going to try a, a, a coffee as coffee in a negroni which i've never had before but i'm going to give oh, that nice. a go cold nice. brew cold brew with the rest of the constituents to make a negroni so we'll see yeah, that might be quite powerful you should be listening to me, to me. <laughs> well hope, yeah hopefully we see, we see each other in person and we can eat 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 and drink uh, espresso negronis and espresso bars and um get out get outdoors and do some good stuff so but yeah it's a bit of a segue will but selfishly because i chewed your ear off a little bit about some of the some of the adventures and races and things you've done in the past and i know there's a good chunk of listeners um because i've well not to the same level but i've got involved in some of this uh long distance running ultra marathons things like that so it'd be brilliant to hear put you on a spot a bit but have you got anything uh coming up that you're training for and how you know how do you find that side of things um i think it'll be interesting to maybe ask you about the mental side of it for the real long endurance side because you're so experienced It'd be brilliant to hear how you how you build yourself up and prepare mentally for those. But if you haven't maybe got something on the horizon, could you potentially pick something that you've done in the past to maybe break that down for the listeners? And yeah, just suppose in terms of the preparation, because we've heard a bit about obviously how you prepare nutritionally 
obviously your values around fueling well using the bar the constituents of real you know real food healthy fats cacao that side so with your adventures what what's it like for you how do you prepare mentally to put you know like a day on the feet or in you know one of your operations or something that you're doing that's that's massively taxing um well um i think that uh, well i've got on, on the horizon um seven weeks away i've got it uh thing called Enjoy 24 in Reading. Uh, it's one of the Reading, one of Beats, and I'm raising money for um, Alzheimer's. So that's a 24-hour um, running event as far as you can go. Um, it's aiming for uh, 100 plus miles um, in those 24 hours. So that'll be a first for me. Uh, the longest I've done is sort of 65, 65, 66 miles before. Um, and then in the, in the summer, I've got another um, Ironman full distance. Again, so a bit of an Ironman um, fiend, uh, fully bought into the whole brand, love it. Uh, so th- those things are those things I was sort of training for initially. Um, but in terms of mentally, and, it, and I, I will say, you, you do need obviously your conditioning. You, you need you need that side of things. You absolutely need your fueling. You can be as conditioned as you want, but if you're not fueling, uh, you know, Kylian um, Jornet or, or you know, um, name one of the best Ironman athletes in the world, mm. they would be, they, they would bunk, they would absolutely hit the wall if they're not feeling right. Um, but what these guys and girls do have um, is a different, they, they've got a different attitude to pain um, and they, they really don't shy away from it and they, they, they know it's coming and they embrace it. So from my point of view, I think I, what, what I definitely do is I, I've had worse. I've been in worse situations. Um, so the exercise is great. I haven't slept for four or five days uh, in the army um, when you're hallucinating um, and you haven't got the nutrition there. You can always think the little mantras like um, you, you're going to be in your bed tomorrow. Like you're going to be, you're going to be at home. There will be a bath. You can sit down in the bath or have a nice warm shower tomorrow. Like. It, nothing, nothing is permanent. This too shall pass. Type um, attitude. Um, I also there's a there's a, an amazing woman athlete called, called Courtney Dewalter. I'm sure. Not I was going to mention her actually. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's a great one to bring up because uh, she's incredible. Yeah, so I mean, so her, interesting. Her mentality of of what you call a pain cave is um, super visual, and she. You might have heard her a few, speak a few times about it, but she's so visual about it. Is that she, when it's sort of, if it's a hundred mile, hundred fifty mile race, and bearing in mind she's a, a female and she smokes all of the, the the men who, well, not the men who she's racing against. Um, she she sort of welcomes that pain cave and she sees it uh, on the horizon visually um, as she's sort of feeling it. Um, and as she gets into it and enters the pain cave, she gets out her hammer, she gets out her chisel, and she she starts to carve away this pain cave and make it bigger, make it grander, and then getting through to the other side. And there's, uh, I don't know how many of your listeners are ultra ultra event runners or, um, you know, do the sort of ultra long distance stuff, but as you know, you may be as good as gold at mile 22, and then mile 22.2, all of a sudden a cloud comes over your head and something in your mind just goes wrong and it's 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 switching the narrative um and if you can do that and have 
and you can harness your mind um, in that way um, and, and say to yourself, it will pass or it's going to get better. And then something as small as um, a conversation from you know, a fellow athlete who's running, sort of like, how you doing, mate? And you just get a conversation going or your favourite song comes on your iPod or whatever, or a, a thought from that. And you can, you can really sort of switch your mind and it's, and it's, and it's that ability to um, not, be a, not to be a slave to your mind, but really in control of it. Easier said than done when you are in the in sort of like the uh, or pen cave, but um, something that you you can only really tap into if you've been through those arduous arduous processes before. And even if your listeners haven't, you know, done mental things, they could they could they've other stories, other things in their life that I'm sure they've overcome. And you know, stresses with finance, um, things at work, um, juggling kids, school care, whatever you can absolutely implement that into enjoyment. So I think that's why so many people uh, nowadays are, are really sort of drawn towards it. Yeah, 100%. Like you said, if it could be job interview or, um, like you said, family issues or uh, moving house or, yeah, if you're not into the exercise side of things or physical activity, lovely people, or you don't have to sign up to some of these events, obviously they're incredibly inspiring, but I think that mental training side of things, selfishly, I just wanted to get a bit of insight into how you prepare for things, Will, so that's, you know, that's really interesting, I find that obviously extremely interesting, and thanks, I suppose, thanks for going, you answered that, um, yeah, that real 30,000 foot view was brilliant, I wasn't expecting you to go um, and pull out a few points there, and especially when you mentioned Courtney, that's someone that I've been looking into as well, so it's great to get someone else's perspective, on someone like that yeah so that's mate that's fantastic um i think the only at this stage the i suppose future direction side of things mate um you know you obviously mentioned that the products and things in, in terms of uh, in the police sas i think you said and obviously the experiments and things you've been doing with the products um with with your own soldiers and officers and things like that in uh, in that world you know that's brilliant and i suppose that kind of proof of concept is really there now um where are you uh, where are you hoping to uh sorry that was my sister trying to ring me <laughs> sorry about that lovely people <laughs> classic i thought i'd turn my phone off but it must have gone through my um my laptop anyway yeah where like where where are you hoping to 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 move through next mate because obviously people will pick this show up most of my loyal listeners in the next week or so but obviously this is going to stand up it's going to be there for, for the test of time if someone's jumping onto this episode in the future um or you know if they're finding kind of real meal and things to, through this episode you know what have we got what have we got to look forward to as as followers as potential customers you know as people that are going to kind of let someone else know about the product your journey you know where are you hoping to take things again i know that's on the spot a little but if you've got any kind of idea of the future direction now it'd be great to get a bit of the insight before we wrap up Yes, uh, in terms of, I, I need to be, um, I, it's, it's going to stretch my time massively because obviously full-time job um, in, in the army, but I, I'm, I'm going to be getting out as much as I can um, in the next year to certain events and those ones are sort of some of the more low-level um, marathons, trail runners, uh, trail runs, and then some of the longer, more high-profile uh, ultras. So up in Scotland, so the Sky Race, this, the same company that do Dragons Back Race in Wales, um, we're going to get on board with them. Um, and 
and, and, and be there in, in a certain capacity to, to show the product off. And I think for a civilian, um, it, it would it would absolutely resonate with those that that sort of market. Um, there's also um, three or four of the Spartan races that I'm targeting. So Tough Mudder, um, what was Spartan, have just bought them as a company, and and whilst Tough Mudder is great, the, the the Spartans are. Spartan races are a bit more aligned to where I'm looking to, to, to target the product. They are, it's some of them are 12 hour um, endurance obstacle races, which are which are quite nails. And um, yeah, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be great to see as many of your listeners out there if we do, if we do um, cross the bars. So I'll be there uh, handing out the bars. And, um, and then in terms of where, you know, um, in terms of where I'd like to be, place myself in a commercial side of things, places like um, Cotswolds, Blacks, so those adventure, hiking, um, those shops as well with, you know, um, a future entrepreneurial type of side of sort of hat on, if you like, it would be great to have, you know, the, the tick in the box for the Duke of Edinburgh Award, so get them on board and have them sort of verify the product saying these are really good for the guys and girls doing Duke of Edinburgh. Again, top lap it and you take it out and you're, 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 you're good to go for the next time and kilometers you're going to march. Um, and then you've heard about the new the, the new products, you've heard about the new flavors, but um, one, one in the future I'm looking to do is a sort of Burke Muesli type consistency, if you like. Um, and I'll be in a pouch same nutritional 615 calories, same for the 60-20-20 split, but really on the go. So if you are on the bike, or even if you are running, it goes down a bit easier. You don't have to chew as much. Um, and we'll see where that goes, but it's um, more for the future. And then kids, kids stuff as well. Uh, just know how much I spend on sort of ripping Ella's little bites for five quid for Sienna, my daughter, um, doing something that would be good for pat lunches. Um, see how that goes yeah fantastic thanks for answering that because often we both said we're huge fans of podcasts and when you have guests and things on that have um yeah i suppose without you know without saying that not proof concept because you have but you know have say have been running a business for an extremely long time or in retail or in lots of other things you know they're kind of looking back whereas i love that future direction you know you've got something great you're building into it and it's nice for the listeners to hear where you want to go and yeah I was some of it was unexpected I think the Duke of Edinburgh one that just resonated with me so well that makes complete sense that's fantastic and yeah I think the kit I think the kids side of things is brilliant too and I'm seeing more companies that are making food products and uh, supplementation good clean supplementation that's that side of things coming out for children as well like I've got a friend who runs a company called motion and they're they've brought out this kind of sleep aid for children and I just not something I would have ever thought about but I suppose in the current climate it's interesting to look at that that side of things and you know fueling nourishment good healthy snack real meal for kids I can see that as well mate so that god you're um yeah you're a busy guy this uh i managed to grab you know managed to grab some time and and he's on holiday as well lovely people so it's uh yeah it's fantastic to have a great conversation and i hope so many people that are listening stay in touch i'll put um your email so people can contact you directly for products 
your website so people can read you know there's a full story about your background and obviously um there's the youtube channel as well which i which i will link to which you know those those brilliant inspiring short clips your instagram um have i missed anything in there mate or is that is that useful and, and i'll find the four four thousand weeks was it 44 is it four? Um, weeks, yeah. So, we, yeah, get going because that's, and we've already probably had, you know, the best, uh, dare I say it, sort of um, you know, 500 of them being <laughs> in our uh, late 20s, early 30s. So, um, yeah, uh, 4,000 weeks is good, good read, good read for your listeners. And then um, a lot of them, uh, just, and you're a podcast uh, nerd because I am as well. I love it. Um, but so just a lot of the Rich Roll podcasts, I don't know if any of the listeners listen to him. But he's um he's someone I listened to over the years, recovering alcoholic or recovered alcoholic, um, ultra endurance runner, um, does you know all these Ironman ridiculous events and um, really good for your listeners to, to listen to potentially. Fantastic. Great, I'm aware I'm aware of that show. I didn't know he'd recovered from alcohol either, so it's always interesting to get other people's perspectives um on that so that's brilliant i'll link to that one as well lovely people that's the useful thing about it we can get resources straight from someone who's focused on this stuff like yourself every day um and i can just absorb it like a sponge and we can deliver it to you so hopefully if you're listening you found something useful share it with someone look into real meal and to be honest i met will last week walking past me super easy to talk to connected you know through easily online he's given me up some time so you know hopefully you don't get too bombarded mate i'm sure you won't but if people do reach out i always say this at the end of every show if you are following a brand or you've tasted something or you've tried something you know do get in contact with the founder someone like will um rate the product and usually we you know they will get back to you i think people sometimes look at things and think oh that's great i'd love to reach out but i know they won't i know they won't get back to me or sometimes sending a positive message on instagram or just saying look i'd love to try 10 of your bars and you know get round to that on a small business it's going to make a massive difference isn't it mate hugely and um and and loyal loyal followers at the beginning are are absolutely what i i need and and what i'd love so um and and any feedback positive or negative is is um super valuable for me at this stage so yeah thanks very much brilliant cool okay mate well we'll um yeah we'll try and get together in person and hit those espresso negronis and 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 try your new espresso bar but yeah this stage look lovely people um thanks for listening to the show everything you need's in the show notes keep in touch i think this is episode 185 and i've i'd have just reached over 50,000 listens so i really appreciate that and um yeah looking forward to next time thanks matt thanks a lot take care